it's Dr. Jenny here, and I want to thank you for tuning in to my Health Hacks podcast. So this week, I want to talk about beets. And you might be thinking, what in the world do I care about beets? They are some gross food that my mom made me eat from a can when I was growing up. And I must admit that when I was growing up, my mom would serve me canned red beets. And um, I actually really liked them. They're kind of tangy and sweet all at the same time. Um, but then as I started diving into, you know, the medicinal benefits of food and, and good healthy foods, I started to realize that the kind that come in a can sometimes leave a, a little bit to be desired. So um, now when I eat them, I try to um, eat the fresh beets, the organic variety, um, because they're a very commonly genetically modified food. But um, anyway, let's talk a little bit about what they can do for you. You know, what's in it for me if I eat a beet? Um, so first of all, um, they are super high in nutrients. They, they supply a whopping dose of vitamins A, B, C, folate, potassium, and they also have a nice um, dose of dietary fiber, which is really important. Um, in our diets. So in addition to this nutrient powerhouse that they are, they contain something called nitric oxide. And ni nitric oxide is the um, naturally occurring form of nitrates that helps relax blood vessels, increase oxygen carrying capacity, and improve blood flow. Now you might think, nitrates? I thought nitrates were bad for me. And the kind that are in um, processed lunch meat like uh, deli turkey or bacon and sodium nitrate. You see those as preservatives in meats, um, pepperoni, things like that. Those are not anywhere near the same thing. So these naturally occurring nitrates are actually good for you. And that is, you're starting to see beets become powdered and you drink this drink that is supposed to help reduce blood pressure and give you energy and it's the nitric oxide that is that they're talking about that has these these benefits so um, just interesting that you're seeing these creep up um, and if those nutrients mentioned above you know um, aren't enough for you <laughs> um, just realize that um, those in and of themselves, those, those nutrients are powerful, but they have a, a much bigger piece to play in the detoxification world too. So, you know, all day, every day, we're being exposed to things that our body has to get rid of, um, whether they're chemicals or food additives or, um, you know, pollutants or uh, things that we slather on our skin, endocrine disruptors and lotions and makeups and beauty potions and things like that, um, our detoxification system, our liver and um, the other organs that are involved with that have to um, get rid of these things. And all of those vitamins and nutrients that I mentioned above, the vitamin A, B, C, folate, um, all of those things help support that detoxification pathway. So that is, is really huge. And um, specifically if you eat the greens of the beet, it looks like Swiss chard. So, you know, if you buy the whole beet, you get these leafy greens on top and you can make that part of your salad or cook them down in a, 
you know, some kind of stir fry or something like that. But there's a lot of nutrient, not just in the, in the red part of the beet, but the greens, the beet greens itself. And in fact, um, I use a lot of food-based uh, supplementation with my clients and beets, beet root and beet greens are all part of that that process. And it's in that space where um, you're looking at detoxification and liver support and um, all that kind of stuff that you really see those shining. And then speaking of increased blood flow, um, there are some um, that view beets as an aphrodisiac because they increase blood flow, um, which in turn can help increase your libido. If you've got more blood flow to certain areas, well, you know, guess what happens? Um, so you might want to eat your beets before you go on your next date with your husband or wife. Um, so <laughs> the nutrients that are found in beets can also help keep homocysteine levels in check. And if you are not familiar with what homocysteine is, it's this, um, marker that we look at when we do blood work. And when we see it, um, elevated, we, we think of things like inflammation, increased risk for stroke, heart disease, and even Alzheimer's. Um, disease. And so one of the things that helps us keep the homocysteine levels in check is folate. And folate is, is very high in beets. The folate content of beets is high. So that helps our bodies break down this, this homocysteine when left, when, you know, that's left unchecked, it can, you know, be an indicator of some pretty nasty things like inflammation and heart disease, as I mentioned above. And then the, the B vitamins also um, are very much a player in the production of energy. Um, and um, There's a number, hundreds of chemical reactions, maybe thousands, that happen that require B vitamins as cofactors. The, the production of energy, the, you know... Um, just a, a number of things. And I, I do a lot of nutrient testing. And one of the things that I, I see on almost everybody is, is low levels of B vitamins. And, and then that makes you feel tired in a lot of cases. Um, so that, that's a big deal. And then um, beets also contain an amino acid called betaine. And this is a substance that comes from choline, which is a precursor to acetylcholine, which you may have heard of. And that is just really important with um, gut health and with memory. So um, those are, you know, obviously important things too. And then um, the, the chemical in beets that gives them that beautiful deep red color is called trimethylglycine. And that, what that is, is it's called, a, referred to as a methyl donor, which um, I know that sounds very complicated, but, um, it, it helps boost your body's production of something called SAMe, and it impacts, um, what's called proper methylation and methylation is just this very important step where your body creates ATP for energy and healthy methylation is absolutely foundational to good health. Um, there's a lot more coming out on this. I'm, I'm reading about this more and more every day. I read something about methylation and how it impacts everything from joint health to, um, you know, your risk of cancer to there's so many, um, 
things around healthy methylation. So what we really want is our bodies doing methylation properly. And so, you know, anytime you see a food that is what's called a methyl donor or helps that, then you want to be all over that food. So we're looking at things like broccoli, onion, garlic, cruciferous vegetables, um, beets, all, all of those things. That's why they're so good for you. So now that you know um, about all these benefits of beets, <laughs> the question becomes, when will they show up on your plate? <laughs> and so I, I really hope that the answer is soon. Um, you know, I, and I know there's a lot about the keto diet going around right now. And I'm actually a pretty big fan of eating a low carbohydrate um, diet. So I, I really support that. But, um, you know, sometimes people say, well, you can't, you can't eat a carrot or a beet because of the, the carb content. And, um, you know, for example, a, a cup of cooked beets, if you, um, take the carb content minus the fiber, you're left with 12 net grams of carbs. So you take 16 grams of carbohydrate, remove the four grams of fiber and are left with 12 net carbs. And so that is, if you're eating a keto diet, that's maybe half your daily allowance of, of carbs in, in one food, a, a cup of one food. But I, I really do believe that those can be part of a healthy, low carb diet. I, I think um, there is some value in being in ketosis and having a strict um, keto diet. And, um, but I also think there's a lot of benefits, even if you don't go down to your five to 10% of your daily um, allowance from carbohydrates, you're eating 25% carbohydrate, which is by all standards, low carbohydrate then you have room for beets and carrots and, and some other things that are a little bit higher in, um, in carbohydrate, but I think you still get a lot of the benefit. And, um, the other thing is that most people, even if they eat keto, say five days a week, and then on the weekend they cycle out, you know, use those times to, uh, include things like beets or sweet potatoes or, um, berries or things that are, have a lot of nutrient value. They're low glycemic, but they're just a little too high on the carbohydrate scale for everyday consumption. So I would say beets fall into that category and, um, you know, I, I just love them. I eat them a lot. So, um, and it depends what your goals are. So that would be a great place for you to just talk with your healthcare practitioner and have a plan that lets you enjoy those if it's appropriate um, and have a strategy around that. But um, I included, if you um, want to visit my website, I have a blog this week on, on beets and it's um, drjenny.com, D-R-J-E-N-I.com. And um, basically it is super simple. You Grab a pound of organic beets, wash them and scrub them and cut them into one inch pieces, throw them in your Instant Pot, include a half a cup of apple cider vinegar and a half a cup of water. That gives you the one cup of fluid that you're going to need to use that um, Instant Pot. Um, I used a dash of sea salt, pink Himalayan sea salt in mine, and just a sprinkle of stevia. And that gives it just a little sweetness. You can not do that if you want to, but um, whatever makes you happy on that. Um, put it in your Instant Pot, set it for 15 minutes, and then you can either manually release it or allow it to naturally release. If you allow it a little more naturally releasing time, um, they'll be a little softer, your beets. 
and you can eat them right out of the Instant Pot. They're great hot. Or you can store them in an airtight glass container, just cover them with a liquid, and they'll stay good for a long time, weeks in the, in the refrigerator. So um, I, I was inspired by that recipe because I just couldn't bring myself to buy what was in the can, that they're full of, you know, sugar and high fructose corn syrup and all kinds of junk, really, to be honest. Um, and so I just, um, I thought, well, what's involved in making my own pickled beets, really, is, is what they are. Um, easy, easy peasy, delicious. And um, I hope that just inspires you to try some beets and, and uh, add them to your plate. They're, they're really good. And I think you will, um, you'll thank me once you, once you try them. Okay. Hope that helps. Have a great day and thanks for listening.